Welcome to another installment of Relativity Connections. Please listen all the way to the end, for a special announcement we feel sure you will like. This is me begging you to come on in. You don't even have to beg, because if it's a relativity thing, you know me, I'm going to be like, oh, seriously. All over that action. Relativity. 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 So that's what we're doing. We're just gliding in. Then I say, this is Lee Shackelford, and this is another Relativity Connections. And I am talking to two of my favorite people on planet Earth. Um, David S. Deer, the brains behind Ninth World Journal, and Shannon Perry, who I think is a genius, the creator of Oz9, among other things. And between the two of them, with uh, Karen Heimdall, would you say? Who, who else is the, uh, would you call brains behind uh, Listen, Rinse, Repeat? That was my name. That was my contribution. I... That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's but, uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> hi, folks. And thank you so much for just spending a few minutes just, just talking to me. We're all part of Wi-Fi Sci-Fi, and I have been bummed uh, here recently because one of, I, just spending some time with the two of you is one of the things I was looking forward to most mm, in this yeah. year. And the bloody coronavirus, which Shannon uh, voiced brilliantly for... Yes, we, you had to make the... Yeah, I wrote a listen, rinse, repeat, where in which Shannon was the coronavirus, and was, <laughs> that's that's still one of my favorites. That was fun. This is a sidebar, but do you know? Because uh, I interrupt myself when I'm talking, but um, I, I was listening to one of my favorite classic radio shows, and there was a commercial, a uh, period commercial in it from the mid '40s, and it was a quick message from the flu virus. Oh. oh, wow. <laughs> and I've heard that commercial before, and I thought, hmm. So, you know, that's how creativity works sometimes, right? You hear these things and salt them away, and you don't. Anyway. Well, I haven't been cured yet, so. so <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're still here. I know. Richard's looking. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get rid of you. <laughs> oh, that's right. And you wrote the series that, uh, that you and I did together of um, this married couple who I think are fed up with each other. And I, when I got those scripts, I said, please tell me this is not autobiographical. Oh, no. No, no. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I have to say that my, my, my beautiful, brilliant wife and I, I, yeah, I consider myself very fortunate because there's literally nobody I'd rather be quarantined with. So mm-hmm. yeah. you, yep. you're in the same Cheers situation, David, are you? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I always, my goal one day is to write the codependence handbook, which she and I could co-author <laughs> very, very easily with all these <laughs> bits of wisdom of how hmm? to be completely codependent. Right. In a positive way. In a positive way. Well, I thought I had the idea without I had the idea that if you got the three of us together on a Zoom that we would uh we would talk about creativity and our shows and stuff like that and um but not having a an outline or an agenda or even intelligent questions to ask you. I yeah, I I do realize I've asked you to come out on this tightrope with me. And um, but there is a net because of editing. Thank you, God, for editing. <laughs> if only it worked IRL. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to hit that rewind so many times. Just scrub back and say I didn't say that. Especially when you think of the perfect reply an hour later. 
Oh my god. Yes. No. Yes. I really yes. want to I really want to cut that hour out so you Anytime I look a little bit blurry that's just cross dissolved yeah. when I've edited out that bit of video footage and Right. Yeah. But it's interesting <laughs> that just really as a coincidence I was just uh, I had some errands to run out and about today with my with my mask on and everything and uh, I was listening to uh, the podcasts that are in my queue. So I heard the most recent Oz nine and the most recent ninth word journal. So I didn't nice. even plan it that way, but it, but it, that's how it worked out. And, um, I'm getting ready to, to announce when we're going to start, uh, releasing relativities again. So I want to make that a, hey. an event. Cannot wait. I'm so glad your, your, your support means the literal world to me. So I've been through a dark time here. I, I sort of had the, got the idea that nobody cares and there's no point of doing this anyway. Oh. So. oh, no. My heart would absolutely snap and break and pulverized if there was not a the, yeah. the continuation of relatively relativity. Because you, you know how much I just absolutely love this this piece of writing and creation and performance. Yeah, there's not many shows that I will gobble up. Like literally as soon as it hits the podcast player on my phone, I'm like, play <laughs> everybody else bugger off for you know 25 yeah minutes, i'll be mean minutes, minutes, some other episode and be like sorry yeah. <laughs> there's a relativity there's a relativity uh, yeah. music to my ears yeah and yeah. i know you're not kidding because sometimes you'll no. drop me a comment minutes after i posted it about the episode. <laughs> go, no, they're not kidding they really do <laughs> they did jump on it so but yeah and we're, we're so tantalizingly close to the end too that it's it's mm. been uh infuriating to have this uh, pandemic stuff and, and very weird of course to me too we were just I'm talking about our our quarantine here that um since you know the show you know how how weird it's been for me to sometimes be in my office by myself communicating with people over the ether <laughs> because there's a giant pandemic back this is just bloody weird yeah I did not expect myself to literally be in the position of this character that I wrote, but here we are. I'm actually 150. Say again? <laughs> I'm 150 years old now. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. So, That's right. right Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, at least there isn't that. Yeah, we, we can still talk live here, we, even, without yeah. the, even without the total BS relativity compensator. <laughs> I love it. I love the, the whole premise of that to me is beautiful because, you know, it, it would it would have to be so quantum in nature and break all the laws of physics as we know right. it that, yeah. of course, you know, it, you have to kind of have that stretch for it to be plausible. So it, is, it makes it plausible. It's a it's a paradox in a way. I hope so. Yeah. And, and you know, it's we've still got 40 years to prepare if I'm doing the math right, that it's uh, mm. yeah, I think that they left in like 2065 or something like that. It, I love that you have like this fairly scientific sounding relatively compensated that gets explained in bits and pieces and it sounds really good and there's all this science and there's math you're doing on the backside to figure out the, the time and everything. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't get the planets in the right order. <laughs> I'm constantly getting in trouble for being like, why? how are you here? You were yeah, over there. You said Jupiter and you said Mercury. You do know how far apart those are. <laughs> Apparently you, not. Yeah. How fast are they going? Yeah, I know. It's, it's a comedy. For people who don't know, and shame on you if you're not listening to Oz 9 and A Ninth World Journal. I mean, for one thing, you don't know what we're talking about, do you? 
So put us on pause, as my friend Kyle Jones liked to say. Go out, <laughs> listen to all of Oz 9 and all of Ninth Word Journal, and then come back and pick up this conversation. But, but both of you have uh, a license to play with uh, your world's... See, I, I committed to kind of a straight and narrow, apart from the compensator, which is... BS. I, I I have tried to hew to actual mm-hmm. science and physics and and at least the best speculative fiction about what a ship that's supposed to be, you know, going through space at for twenty years would be like. Right. But John Yuei disappears and he reappears somewhere else because we said so. <laughs> you know. And now he is in a world where we have to learn all the rules and and you've upped yeah. the game here recently where the places he goes are getting Otter and otter, mm. which I think is it's just a lot of fun. Now you yeah. said you're caught so, up. Yeah. Okay. So the spoiler is on this. Yeah. If you're caught up, then it's not a spoiler. spoiler. But spoiler, 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 spoiler. So used to that now, spoiler. hearing that in the relativity <laughs> connections. Mm. <laughs> uh, the the thing about that is, is I really did have to do plotting and mathing and I did one of those kind of Gantt chart style mm-hmm. timeline things because Sayun is chasing Janue mm-hmm. or pursuing Janue. Mm-hmm. So I had to time it for her travel to get from one place to the next right. while Janue is going from one place to the next. So yeah. I really did have to, and I had to adjust how long Janue was in certain places or how long it took him to get to certain places or her to get to certain places. Mm-hmm. I had to squeeze because some things were non-negotiable and other things were, and I had to make the negotiables fit the non-negotiable. So yeah, in a twist, there was some planning. I wasn't able to just <laughs> wing it in, you know, ninth world style. Right. <laughs> you painted yourself into a corner. <laughs> yeah. So I had to paint myself out. Well, especially crazy. since for a time he was in a place where time itself was uncertain. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was curious to see how that would affect the way that would appear to anybody else outside of that, that place. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm still skeptical about killing somebody in that place and burying them. And because I, I think there's no reason why they can't just be there again the next day. Yeah. But which, you know, it's good to hold yourself these, these, you know, and that, you know, in that episode I grappled with the most of as far as how far was I pushing it? You know, how far was I, going outside the box and how could I avoid deus ex machina <laughs> yeah. for that particular thing. But the rule of ninth world is, and even when you're running that game as a tabletop RPG, they always say, don't explain everything. Cause it's a weird world where billions of years and massive civilizations have messed things up so badly. There's no way you can conceive of why things happen the way they do. And that was one of those yeah. where I had to pull that weird, card which felt like cheating <laughs> <laughs> no but but yeah but i guess it since works. it's i mean i let the drama yeah. be the weight of it the the it star of the meal as it were yeah so lee if i can ask you like do you have a date for the next release or not quite yet i do but i'm sitting on it okay <sighs> jesus <laughs> a little longer yeah how long has this year been already it, it's it's june as we're recording this right Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. this year has been about six years long, hasn't it? At this yes. point, at least. 
But we were talking about creative process and about <laughs> and about setting up the rules for our shows. It would be easy to say that Oz Nine doesn't have any rules, but that's that's not true. There are there are characters who have to be consistent unto themselves. That's true. And and we can play with where they are geographically because it doesn't matter. Right. I mean, I mean, it's funny to say that you you've got the ship in the wrong place, but. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I kind of gave myself that permission by setting it in space, making the ship massive. Like this mm-hmm. is a, basically a large floating city. So we have this huge ship to play around in. We have lots of frozen people to, to thaw out and play with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I gave myself a little bit. And it turns out I didn't need as much permission as I thought I might. I haven't used those those Joker cards as much as I expected to. Oh, and there's yeah. thousands of them. Oh, yeah. I haven't. Because <laughs> you've got them in your pocket. Yeah. You've got all those pods. No, yeah. As, as somebody else had said, you can kill off all of the main characters in your show and just hatch out some new ones. Yep. <laughs> Why not? And nothing is off the table, quite, quite, uh, quite literally. So, which is which is fun. Also, I think it, it, my cast is always like, you know, I hear the, the, the interviews that we did between seasons and everybody's like, yeah, I really expected to be killed off really like within two episodes. <laughs> Somehow Why I'm still, am I still here. here? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I like you and your character's fun. And <laughs> I think the bigger question for, for all of us in uh, Wi-Fi sci-fi and may, maybe all of science fiction, audio fiction is why does the ninth world journal have a snarky artificial intelligence in it? Cause all the rest of us do. Right. So, so get with it. <laughs> I know I do need one. There's spaceport, of course. Yeah, that's right. That's there's that's a whole more. data sphere and stuff like that in the ninth world. World, and <laughs> I just bought a one of their supplements called Voices of the Data Sphere that I have not read yet. But oh, I don't know. I don't think there's room for it in this this story arc. But I don't know. I have to break the rules. Be a yeah. Who knows? Outlier. <laughs> <laughs> I think the part of the fun too is the the permission I've given myself to be snarky on on social media. Like I'm a fairly nice person. I, I don't like conflict. I like people to like me. Mm-hmm. But Olivia doesn't give Olivia a doesn't care. No. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah, I do love that conceit and I kind of wish that I had thought of it as well. That you have you have several Twitter accounts. Well, you don't, but characters of the show. Yeah. So you're so you're tweeting not as yourself, but as Olivia. It works so beautifully. It's just that response on especially those Twitter comments in olivia's voice are just they're just rich mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you feel like you're the, you feel like oz9 is still playing outside of just listening to an episode which i i, I think that's right cool. well actually i could ask you guys this question because this is something we kind of talked about and then decided it didn't matter because we're oz9 but there are things that are happening on twitter that are not necessarily part of the story arc and so when you do like mini episodes or or patreon episodes things like that do you what do you think about going off arc or do you try and make it part of the story because not everybody's going to have access? How do you do that? So, so you're, you're asking, are your tweets Oz9 canon? Oh, no, hell no. Okay. <laughs> I know they're not. <laughs> <laughs> My brother Eric's doing weird things with Joe all the time. That's just like, what are you doing? But then I'll grab him and co-opt him into the story because he's very funny. So why not? Right. You know, that's where the sandwiches came from was Eric doing silly things on Twitter. But um, no, more for you guys. When you do... If you do bonus content, how much do you think it needs to reflect the the story arc, the characters, be consistent? Yeah, I, I when we were committed to writing a, a special episode for Wi-Fi Sci-Fi, and then as part of our fundraising, we did yet another 
special right. episode that was part of our bonus content. Yeah, I wanted it all to fit into continuity. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's pretty important for the way relativity runs. Yeah, it's re I, I think it would be. I don't think it's impossible, but I think it'd be challenging to try to do something that was standalone. Mm -hmm. Right. In yeah. a way. Yeah. I mean, you can always set it before or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like DJ did with, he, he's like doing the before the moon and those right. kind of right. things. Yeah. We're talking about DJ Silvis and uh, Moonbase Theta out. So also gotten to be a great friend with them uh, as a result mm -hmm. of all this. So, but yeah, DJ is now uh, taking us back to all the events leading up to the, that original countdown. Right. And we've got now some backstory on January and we've gotten backstory on what's happening on Oz nine. So you're, you're all uh, digging that stuff up. So, yeah. Anyway. And that's, it's actually kind of fun. You know, we, we have, I have some more mini episodes coming up cause it's, it's so refreshing to not my, you know, I have, a, I have now a massive cast of, 12 people and Eric plays like four characters, you know, so I have a lot of folks. And so it's nice to kind of pull out mini episodes with just two to three characters talking yes. together. It's, it's, you know, you can do a lot more character development that way. Yeah. So that's, that's super fun. And I really like doing those. And I, like I said, it doesn't matter if we go off arc. I think in our mini episode that we did for Patreon, I basically hinted that I killed everybody. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wormhole. <laughs> That's right. Mm -hmm. They're there for that reason. Exactly. That's right. It's like a weird little escape hatch. Yeah, that's true. You, you, yeah, you, you set up skin hat. Your, your rules on Oz Nine include that you can turn you can turn it off and turn it on again. You know, in our world, sound travels in space. But yeah. you know, because of Oz Nine, the way it's written, it's people are extremely forgiving about anything you do. I mean, you can seriously kill a character off and then have them come back making breakfast like mm -hmm. nothing ever happened with no explanation as to that and people will be good with it it's just mm -hmm. it's so well done the license <laughs> is so broad that people and they would adore that even well and shannon i think you and i are very much alike in this uh that we we're willing to buy anything in science fiction or fantasy as long as there's some effort being made at giving an explanation yeah even yeah. if it's a far out one so uh, i can imagine that you would bring somebody back who had previously been killed off, and then you would make sure there was a throwaway line about how that they got back. <laughs> oh, just absolutely. to make sure that's that so much fun. <laughs> that's yeah. I mean, that would be how I'd solve oh, that. You, I don't, you, you do know. it time and time again in in, yeah. in Austin. You could see all those places where Shannon said, "I need to explain this somehow." <laughs> nobody else asked her to, and nobody else would even care or notice. But you can tell that she went. I'm going to explain Crap. this somehow. <laughs> and that makes great storylines. The storylines kind of continue from that. It's fabulous. Yeah, that's the glory of comedy. Yeah. You, you do get extra license. Well, I, you know, I, I teach script writing, which may be an arrogant presumption of mine, but I do it anyway. Not but at all. I, I, comedy is like, it's like the last thing we do. Because I say, everything you've done so far is building up to this because this is the hardest thing to do. And it's one of the reasons why I admire what you do so very much, because I know that you, you write very quickly and it's funny and not everybody can do that. I think if you put a gun to my head, I couldn't do that. Well, that would be a terrible way to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean. Unless it says bang or something. Maybe. Right, yes. Uh, <laughs> if a flag uh, comes out, this is yeah. Yeah. But to flip it back the other way, I, I am so conflict avoidant in my real life that it translates to the way I write. And so I tend to rush conflict very, very fast. 
if I have to do a serious conflict, I hate it. It makes me tense. Yeah. I can feel wow. it. I just kind of gut through it as fast as I can. And then it always reads like, wow, that was quick. Yeah. And now we're, now we're okay. You know, so I have the reverse <laughs> problem. I just, conflict is really hard for me. Whereas David wow. and I like to get down there and just grind on it. <laughs> I like to stick my finger in the wound. Conflict? Oh, yeah. yeah. Here we go. There you are. You're down and out? I'm going to crap out of you even more I now. I say, I don't know what, I, I, I do, I think it's funny that you seem to hate this guy, but. <laughs> Seriously. I adore but, him. Yeah. I really do. He's not that, I personally don't know if he's all that likable, but. Uh, um, I, I like him. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to have a beer with him or not, but yeah. No, we, you and I talked about this before, our love-hate relationship with the Chris and January, that we, mm -hmm. we seem yeah. to want to, we seem to enjoy inflicting injury on them, but. If you could meet IRL, one of the characters in your shows, who would you want to meet? Like, That's I, a good question. I want to meet, I want to meet the captain who is gone. Oh, the, Captain the, Sadana, yeah, the, the, me the, too. Yeah, that yeah. oh, yeah. Chris is in love with. I so want to meet her. Yeah. And with, with Ninth World Journal, I think I want to meet, um, what's his name? The guy who messes with Cleombala all the time. Calred? Calred. Oh, really? Yeah. I would too, so I could punch him in the nose. Yeah, I kind of want to punch him and I kind of want to buy him a beer. Like, I, do. I know, the snarkiness of him. Yeah, because he's, he's snarky and you feel like, I want this guy on my team so it's not aimed at me. <laughs> but. I think I could have a really enjoyable party with uh, just uh, Captain Jesse, <laughs> I think. And I would, awesome. I would have a delightful time having a meal with the Bichon Freeze, say. <laughs> it might be your last I don't meal. know why. It might, and I would be willing to take the chance of not getting... But the thing is... I. I don't know that he's competent enough to really. Well, that's it. I, he doesn't seem to be very good off. at what he does. I feel like I could distract him and he would not even bother. With yeah. But it would just be endless entertainment for him, me to just watch him try to reason things out. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I so can much... have a beer with Chris. I like Chris. I like Chris. He's a good that's down to earth good. guy. He's got that kind of real interesting, pithy way of seeing the world. Yeah. In fact, I could I could have a beer with any of the folks on ground. Oh, uh, Sophia, Marcus, yeah. Yeah, all those people. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm all not sure about people. Sophia for me. She's a little dry and a little too aloof, maybe. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in these next few episodes. See uh, if she... I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> see if she doesn't lighten up a little bit. Cause, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It could happen. Feed us, Seymour. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Does it have to be blood? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, well yeah. it feels kind of like it has been, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we made a commitment to be somewhere else at this time, so I want to be right. respectful of that. But I, oh, thanks you so much for mm. talking to me. Oh, and, absolute uh, pleasure. Anytime, anytime. Those guys yeah. are great. Yeah. Uh, so a nice little again. surrogate for the Wi-Fi sci-fi. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, this is yeah. as close as we're going to get. Yeah, hey, very ram, quickly. Very, very quickly, let's do the uh, how do people find you and uh, do all that. So uh, if people who want to hear Oz9. Yeah, we're at Oz-9.com and Oz9 Podcast on Twitter and all the major podcatchers. And, and they can follow you on Twitter at Oz9 Olivia. Yeah. Oh, that too. <laughs> if you want the snark. Yes. Yeah. You got to have snark. the snark. And a Ninth World Journal. You can find me at NinthWorldJournal.com. That's all spelled out word-wise. On Twitter, it's the number ninth. World Journal. Thanks again, guys. 
And now, the special announcement we promised. We've traveled together for years. But at last, we're approaching our destination. Relativity, the final episodes. Beginning July 20th, 2020, wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoy space adventures featuring brave and competent astronauts, can you give me a countdown to be ready? A three, two, If you enjoy podcasts that are culturally sensitive, I've been labeling stuff aboard the ship with post-its so she can learn a language. I speak English, you bloody... If you enjoy shows with sophisticated humor, well, that's just rude. It's her spacesuit. Then you may not want to listen to Oz9. But if you simply enjoy giggling, Oh, <laughs> you anglers, so snooty about all the everythings. Oz9 may be the show for you. Get it wherever you find the other shows you like to put in your ears. That title is spelled O Z dash numeral 9. You could certainly do worse. This is a Ninth World Journal. A careless experiment with a teleportation device has left me stranded in random places throughout the Ninth World. While trying to survive in these strange lands, I must find a way to reverse my condition. A Ninth World Journal is a science fantasy audio drama podcast. Subscribe to listen or visit ninthworldjournal.com. A, B, C, D, E, F, this. If I have to sing this stupid song one more time... Good news, you don't. A group of podcast types have come together to bring you this collection of 20-second stories, interviews, and other ear candy to wash your hands by. Stay safe, stay well, and listen, rinse, repeat. Listen, rinse, repeat, podcast.com.